Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! And Chiefs Kingdom, get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowhead Sproad podcast. Um, you've got myself, Neil, in Dublin this evening. I'm joined by Duncan in Edinburgh. Hello, Duncan. Hello. And I'm joined by Tomo in Birmingham. Tomo, how are you? Very good, thank you. Excellent. Lad- lads, I've got a quick question before we kind of go Chiefsy stuff. Is there a better cup of tea than the cup of tea you have straight after you've been to the chipper? What? <laughs> There's a I'm random, gonna, random start for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass. I haven't had a cup of tea in almost exactly ten years. I'm muting you right now. <laughs> don't. I, I'm not. I'm not crazy tea. I, I like coffee more than tea. I don't really what? like. If you had given me a choice, I'd just go coffee. So. Are you sure you're English? Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, my missus probably drinks enough for both of us. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> the last, the last, the last cup of tea I had was. Probably the something like the third of January two thousand and ten, because wow. I it was the, it was my first day in a job that I'd started right after New Year. I'd, I'd moved apartments in the same company, and the guy I was working with we went for asked about the tea or coffee, and he wasn't listening, so he just made me a cup of tea. So out of politeness, uh, I drank it. it. But nah, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink builders' that, tea. That is mad. I, I'm genuinely shocked by the Perry here. Well, I mean, I've got a, I've got a, a bit of a caffeine addiction. Like I, uh, in the office, we've got oh the office. Remember the office? Yeah. Big place, lots of people. I mean, it sounds horrific. Do we think? I still go into work three times a week. Like, I'm still technically in the office. It's what about? It's all, it's, all, it's almost what? It's like fifty-four weeks or something, isn't it now? Yeah, since we went to lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Um, We've got one of the fancy coffee machines, so I mean, on a, I don't know if on a good or a bad day, I might, I might hit six cups of coffee. Oof. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, even more. Just, it's a lot of like boredom. Like you hit the computer and it, and it goes off and does like calculates the, the numbers that we need it to do. So you're kind of just sitting waiting. Just go and get a cup of coffee. When you say fancy coffee machine, are we talking like Nespresso? Are we at? Yeah, yeah, one of those little pod things. Yeah, yeah, we have one of those here. Yeah. yeah. We've got one at work, but like. It's, it's strongly advised that you don't use it because that's that you like you're probably gonna be off the next day yeah. <laughs> they ain't been cleaned like we've probably got one the first week they come out and that yeah probably haven't been clean since <laughs> probably don't want to drink from that one no that's nasty no. yeah, yeah, yeah they need yeah. to be cleaned out yeah. they tend to be uh okay well that, can i just uh, is, is it are we recording yeah we are yeah, yeah. yeah. i haven't have not recorded I have a what? not recording sign on my screen. I oh. have a stop recording sign on cool. mine. I think, we should, I think we should stop and start again. No way. <laughs> no, <laughs> what, no, this is good. What is a chipper? What do you mean, what's a chipper? What, what is it? What planet are you? No, Fish no. and chips? No. Oh, oh, no. We, say, oh we say chippy. Chippy? After the, chi- after the chippy, yeah. yeah the chippy. chippy is like someone who does carpentry and stuff. 
I that's a chippy. Oh, I've never heard that. Sorry. I'm not tea-based, and then, I mean, that's fish and chip-based. <laughs> I don't know what my excuse is. I've never heard that. Duncan, where are we in Scotland on chippy or chipper? I'll use either. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, go, I'll flip between either. I mean, you get, you get a, like a chippy tea in Scotland, which would be, I don't know if it's a, a thing further down south, but your chippy tea would be your fish supper, uh, which is your, your, your fish and chips for yeah. each. From the yeah. chip shop. Yeah. yeah, but you would get a slice of white bread, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm a pot of tea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, uh, a fish tea. Yeah. Fish supper, yeah. Uh, a chippy tea, supper sorry. there, which yeah. is a chippy. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, chipper. We've we've had this discussion, I think, in the WhatsApp group. Uh, a, a, a chipper, a chippy, whatever it is, would be my takeaway of choice. So, you had me at chip. Yeah, gotcha. I thought you said the shitter the first time. <laughs> oh, what? It's the accent, you know, the accent. The Yorkshire slash Irish mingling thing that I have. Okay, moving on. Um, so, Chiefs, anyway, apparently, we, we talk about them now and again. Um, free agency, lads, we're kind of, what are we now, three or four weeks into it? Three weeks? Hmm. We're past the the expensive first wave, and we spent big on a guard. And we're past the medium wave, when we didn't really do much of anything. And now we're on the bargain budget end, and we're spending a little on a centre. Um, how are we all feeling on free agency, Duncan? Um, I think when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, we were. We still very much had Brett Beach's back, and we were still pretty comfortable with where we were. And I think that it's still okay to have confidence in Brett Beach and what he's doing, and also have a healthy concern for where the roster is as it stands. Okay. The, before we started recording, we asked the question: Are we better than we were at the start of free agency? I'll take a yes or no non-politicians answer here. Uh, overall, I will say no, but I can. Uh, I think that the players he has signed are better than the players that were in their positions. If that makes sense, Joe Tooney's a better okay. guard than we had. Yeah. Um, the, the guy. Um, I'm going to get his first name wrong. Jaron, Jaran, Jaron, Reed, Reed yeah. that we got from the the Seahawks. He's he's a better interior pass rusher mm-hmm. than we had. Um, so in the positions that we've signed guys, I think we're better, but we've got big holes, which have not been filled by anyone. And that to me is a concern. Tomo, how do you weigh in on that? Mm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I, I, I mean, I was pretty brutal before we did the, po- the podcast when we went through the drafts that Brett Veach has been in charge of. And I'm not confident just on our track record that we said that we need starters in three positions from this draft, mm-hmm. and that's that's quite a big ask. Unless you're just going to shoehorn them in, and just say like you're playing. Like this is this is going to be quite a big draft for the Chiefs unless they fill some of these holes before we get get there because yeah. the, the draft's just. The draft is just random. I think to be honest, yeah. like you can put as much research into as one, but like. You just never know, do you? And I think this is 
Well, to me, it's kind of just kind of too. It puts such a huge pressure on the draft now. There is so little margin for error now. We can't really afford to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And like you say, uh, Brett Veach has a up and down draft record, shall we say? Draft four you, you, weeks away. There's still you know, four weeks left. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of means that we can't really whiff on them very much. But also, you know, I did a. I was looking at the numbers, and you know, everyone, everyone knows it, but the numbers prove it that under Andy Reid, we don't start very many rookies, mm-hmm. and partic- particularly not in the positions that we need them. The only is that because we've drafted badly. Well, and they just weren't good enough to start. I think we drafted very badly. Uh, I, 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 it's hard at this point um, to not sound like you just you just repeating other people. I'm sure we've all listened to the same the same podcast, read the same information, but our, our, our drafts from the last few years just just haven't turned into the players that we hoped they were going to be. And I think we have holes now on our roster where these guys should be um, established starters. After Duncan, a Duncan year, you two wrote years. about this on the website. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't just doesn't start rookies, and particularly not in the kind of quote unquote offensive skill positions like Tyreek Hill mm. technically I mean he, he got something like 800 yards in his, his first season so he was hardly a hardly a bystander but technically according to the, the the stats I was using they started one game in his rookie season and make it up again mm. it lies down in statistics but it, it, it just shows that you you need to gain Andy Reid's trust I think is is is, is I think what it boils down to be, particularly a position like wide receiver, you know, you're kind of having to to learn, you know, a very complex offense. And he um, likes them to know each of the positions, doesn't he, so that they can just line up anywhere. I think so. That's, that's probably. I mean, we we mentioned Michael Hardman's name pre-record as well, and I think that opinions vary on him, even between us. <laughs> in between the three of us. It yeah, does, ex- yeah, exactly. In between, even in between the three of us. But the the fact that he's still on the periphery is that he's still making mistakes that he shouldn't at his mm-hmm. you know oh. um, the, the fact that we went in after um, Juju Smith-Schuster and the other guy who I think went to Tennessee and I can't remember his name now you know it shows it, that, that to Reynolds. me shows sorry Reynolds Reynolds there you go um, that, that says to me that Andy Reid doesn't believe that he's ready or Byron Pinker for that matter. With those two guys not replacements for Sammy Watkins who they've let walk and who's gone to Baltimore mm. for six million yep. on a one year contract. I, that's where I would have looked at Smith Schuster, mm. who I would have liked to have signed. I'd have paid him a lot more than what he's got, um, to go back to Steelers and what we offered him. I'd have just given him ten million and just gone right problem sorted. Mm, no, I'd agree. Yeah, I guess what he's done is taken a, a three million bet on himself. Putting up big numbers as number one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess that's what he's done. When the whole thing expands, you've got, well, there's like Kenny Golladay's got his big money, you know, so there's maybe less big names, I think, coming next year. You've got um, Chris Godwin, I think, maybe next year. Alan Robinson's been tagged, you know, so maybe maybe he feels that he'll be an even bigger name Hmm. next year 
Um, but he's got another um, season of, of Roethlisberger throwing in the ball, and he doesn't throw past like eight yards. <laughs> but that's, that's yeah. not that's not me being like jovial. He genuinely it doesn't. Just, yes. Yeah. So like, how is he gonna how how is he gonna look impressive? Because all of his work is gonna have to be yards after the catch. Whereas yeah. Patrick Mahomes is gonna throw you a sixty yard bomb at some point in the season. But then maybe this is where the Chiefs, to, to some degree, are a victim of their own success and the kind of style in that you've got. Kelsey and Hill, who will take the majority of the of the targets, and maybe these guys just feel that there's there's not as much as they would want going around after that, and they they don't they don't want to be third wheel. But anyone is going to be third wheel to those two. No, exactly. And that's that's just there's nothing that the, 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 I don't think there's anything Brett Beach can do about that. Um, it's it's the, it's the way that it is, um, which is which is maybe why. Wide receiver is one of the positions getting tucked up in the draft rather than then going out to mm. to, to free agency or, or or the trade market. But realistically, like with Sammy Watkins last year, and um, you're kind of looking at replacing and Demarcus Robinson. Oh, he's back now, isn't he? You're oh. kind of looking at replacing 400, 500 yards receiving, which you you ought to be able to do without Juju Smith-Schuster. Like could could you get a rookie in to do four or five hundred yards? You would you'd like to think so. Mm. Depends which rookie it is, I guess. Which is the big crapshoot of all of these mock drafts that we're doing. Uh, and Where's the the, where do you more... take one? Chase Claypool was picked in what the third round from the by the Steelers last year, and he's probably the best receiver in that draft. And you just look at it; it's just you, you can pick any player for any position up at any point, but. It's just getting the right one, isn't it? Well, that's, the draft's a crapshoot. That's why, like you were saying earlier, Dunk, about I'm a numbers guy in the draft. Like The draft is a lottery to me, and you see the success of picks in the first round compared to the third round compared to the fifth. Like, yeah, you're probably going to get more hits, but the more picks you have, the more likely you're going to pick up your sneeds in the fourth round. Jamal Charles was a third rounder. Justin Houston was a third rounder. Like they're two of the best Chiefs of all time. Mm. Third round. Like the more picks you have, the more margin for error you have, and your your chances of hitting on one of those guys is going up. If you've got one third round pick, you better hope you get it right. If you've got three third round picks, great. You've got opportunities to be wrong, but you can still hit on being right as well. I think I think the difference, or the like, my counter to that is that the Chiefs are slightly painting themselves into a corner because we have specific positions that we need to fill in the draft. So which, you need... which is why I think Brett Beach isn't finished in free agency yet. No. And we we will sign a tackle before the draft, and we will sign probably an edge rusher and maybe a wide receiver, like he's done with Blythe this week at centre. We don't have to draft a centre now because we've got Blythe there. Hmm. Before we signed him, you would have said, are you confident with Allegretti as you start in centre? God, no. So, like, Hmm. you would have felt confident that you were going to draft a centre. But now he, he kind of progressively, he does this each year, he progressively takes away the needs in free agency. And they might not be, like, world class players, but they're average starters and if you're going to beat them out you've got to be better than average kind of player to beat them but at least you don't have to draft that position you can say well 
You know, it, it just wasn't there. The value wasn't there on that player at that time. And we've still got someone we feel okay about for a year. And then we can try again next year and see where that leads us then. Oh, I, I totally agree. That's, the other, that's one of the other... Well, one of the other open-ended conclusions I had to that, that bit of rope is that I don't think Brett Beach is done yet. Mm. Um, if, like you say, whether that is... I mean, Tommy, you mentioned earlier, maybe before we hit go as well, you know, we've still got quite a lot of cap space left this year. Mm, yeah. And I know you can roll some of that into next year. I don't, I don't know the specifics of the rules. So whether, you know, whether that's an option, but, you know, I guess the, the, the two routes you can go down is getting kind of these um, guys like Blythe or Reed as kind of one-year guys to kind of tide you over. Or do we go out... And does does Brett Beach and Andy just slap league slap the league about and say we'll just have Alan Robinson for thirty one? Thanks very much. Would and you get him for thirty one? Well, I don't know, but we've got we've. I, I I don't know what the what the trade would be, but you know, is that is that what you is that what you know? That's the other route I think we could go down is get a get another superstar and spend that money that we've got um we've got there. I think we. I, I don't know. I think we're too top heavy. I, th- I think, uh, don't get me wrong, I'd love Alan Robinson. I think I think we really need to get in a situation where we've got young talent that that we can we can develop. And I don't know, it's just it's just so tough because you've got uh, what three positions at the moment to fill. And looking at it, it, it with the free agents available, it, Russell O'Kung, left tackle. Yep. Um, He's he's available. I know they've kind of checked in with him. If we if we can get him, I know he's an injury kind of concern. But then I think we all kind of agreed that we could see Schwartz coming back at some point. But again, another injury concern. But that would take pressure off not having to draft one in the first round. We've got a third round tackle that we all seem to think is is fine in Niang, who hasn't played for us. So He's never played a snap, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm but, not quite but sure he's, where he's, we're forming our opinions from but, there. But, but, no yeah. one's, but no one's seeing that as an issue because cause he's plugged into that role. Like, if we can get um, a veteran left tackle that's still out there, if it's Okung or, or, or Schwartz or whatever, and then you can uh, draft one slightly later. In terms of defensive edge, we've got Ingram, who's out there, who we've shown an interest in there. I think Olivier Vernon's out there. Clowney's out there. I'm not saying well, there was talk I'm not saying edge. they're miracles, but there's talk with Edge that Chris Jones moves more to Edge with Reed coming into the middle. <sighs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I just. I still think you need a guy out there that that knows how to play. He doesn't. Uh, I'm not saying he can't play there, but I, I think you still need a guy out there because if you can get those two, but but then the problem that I think that you have, which is why I'm warming up to the idea of us taking a receiver in the first round is that if you look at the wide receivers that are available in free agency there's no plug and play guy there unless you take an Antonio Brown which I think most Chief fans are going to go no thank you mm. so I think that's where I'm warming up to the idea that you're gonna, we might have to take the wide receiver like fill the other two positions out in free agency with what we can get and then still address them later on in the draft but I think the general consensus is that you can get a wide receiver later in the draft, isn't it? So it's well, that, you you've just preempted my next question there, which was like if if tackle and wide receiver are deep in inverted commas this year, and yeah. there's plenty of players who are graded high. At what stage 
do you take them? Do you go, right, well, we're just going to get one in the first round because we need a starter? Or do you say, well, we can still get a good one late second or in the third, so we're going to go, I don't know, cornerback in the first round, for example, um, because there might be a really good cornerback there, Mm. and we've still got Javarius Ward playing (laughs) cornerback for us. Um, You know, at the moment we've got Ward and Fenton outside and Sneed inside, that's... It's not exactly setting the pulse racing. So Richard Sherman's a free agent. Well, yeah. we, we, uh, Richard Sherman's about 150. But it, still it, better it, than Ward. It kind of it kind of appears that we, I don't know, are we reluctant to give Breland the money it to bring him back? I don't. I I'm kind of meh on Breland coming back. If he comes back, the quarterbacks are better than they were before. Well, if he comes no back, the quarterbacks are yeah. the same as they were before. Well, yeah. So I mean, be- better than they are now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, which isn't isn't exactly a high um, ceiling, is it? So many penalties. That's the there's, um, there's problems all over the place. This yeah. is this, yeah. this is the big part. Like, I'd like to see a lot more, and 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 I'm a massive fan of like the the Blythe move because it's such a cheap move. I I'd, I and and maybe it is a situation where he's like Veach has got to wait so that guys are going. Oh, hang on, my market's not there. I am gonna have to take a deal, like that's a lesser deal. But I'd like to see us making, and I hope we do going forward, make a lot more of these smaller moves that can fill out some of these rosters so we can just pick the best player that is there for us. And, and there's another round of cuts to come as well. You know, there are, there are going to be guys who can, who can mm. come onto the team, become available. You know, when, when the, the draft kind of shakes out, you know, you need to get your 53... Kind of guys. There are there are going to be guys that that are still that still need jobs. You know whether that's a good thing because nobody else wants them or not. I, I don't know. But um, I I mean I guess my my again it comes back to kind of healthy concerns. You get these guys like Blythe, Reed, um, Long that come in on one year deals and yes they they kind of plug a hole for a while, but you're just kicking a can down the road. You know, we need it. We need it. then we need a guard and a rusher and a um, tackle or whatever else. We need all that again in another year's time. So you still need to draft smart in these positions. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can kind of take a more of a of a developmental guy, but um, and these one year deals are kind of sticking plasters over over wins that need stitches. I just wonder, Neil, you'll probably be able to answer this as you've done a million and one mock drafts. <laughs> Seeing I did my first two round mock draft, draft of it. Um, in terms of um, trading out of our first round pick, which I don't actually think is even going to be possible. I, I, I don't think there's going to be anyone that wants it. I don't, I don't know why anyone would want it. There's no quarterbacks there that you want a fifth year option. But if we could draft, if we could trade out of it, how far would we have to go back to get say? another third round pick or fourth round pick we just have to go back about 10 depends which site you use um, and, and to be honest you can manipulate the sites to an extent mm. um, To tra- trades are hard on the mock draft sites because uh, as Duncan said before we started recording to get a realistic trade can be quite difficult you can use the, the value charts I would say probably about 10 spots. If we went down to, I think the Lions pick at 41, mm. and if I'm trading down, they seem to be my most common people I'm trading down with. 
and I think they pick again around 70 something and you can usually get that off them mm. which is kind of top end of the third round I'd do that then, Big time. You know, if, you, if you can get 71 and 72 and 41 for your 31 so in that situation we'd be drafting at the top of the second round with no first end of the second round, start of the third and end of the third Yes. Oh, I'd take that in a heartbeat. So that's, that's what four four top hundred players. Yeah, yeah. Yep. See, that's that's the sort of move I'd be looking to do. But with Mac Jones apparently going from a potential second round pick to now going third overall in the draft, apparently. Um, Allegedly. Who, yeah. <laughs> my thought would be, who is going to trade into the first round now? Who? Well, not who, but who are they trading for? Any team? Because if Mac Jones was there and you wanted the fifth-year option, I get it, but there's not going to be a quarterback there that anybody wants to trade up for. So we're probably going to be in the same situation as last year where we've got to make a pick in the first round. I think it's going to be hard this year because there hasn't been that much football and a lot of players haven't played for a year. And how the teams are going to grade those players based on possibly 2019 play, um, you know, it's going to be teams are going to have wildly differing opinions on them you can see on the mock draft sites you know that there's players who are available in the second round some and they're still available in the sixth round and others paris ford is a safety for example and one of the sites has him ranked at about 40 odd and another one rounds him ranked at 220 and you're kind of going well <laughs> that there's a, there's a fairly substantial difference between kind of an early second round pick and a back end mm. fifth early sixth maybe even pushing into the seventh by that stage um so you know how the teams are going to rank those players it's it, you don't know and the, there could be a player who teams just love hmm. you know um I, i'm look I, I would say if there's anyone looking to trade up they're probably looking for a cornerback or a wide receiver would be my best guess yeah but because, if a wide receiver's there we aren't trading out of that position surely do you know what I mean? It is. Yeah. I mean it depends. If Bateman's there, I can't see that we're trading out of that pick. If there's another McCall Hardman there that someone really loves the idea of the oh. speed, and they don't have that skill set of a really, really fast guy that they can manoeuvre around and create plays for and create space for, then maybe they're going to want to trade up for him. But are mm. we going to want to draft him at that position? Do you want the second McCall Hardman on the team? No. Oh, there you go. Then I don't want I don't want Nicole Hardman on the team. <laughs> well, I know you don't. <laughs> I'd have cut him after the Super Bowl. I, I, but you see, there's still there will always be a sk- or an opportunity for really really fast players, and and at the end of the day, he was our third highest receiver last season. Yeah, but DK Metcalf went like three picks later. Uh, that's oh. and that's I, I was an argument, oh you know? the worst thing about Nicole Hardman's uh, pick, and if you go and watch the YouTube back. They literally say, "Is this where DK Metcalf comes off the board?" And I was like, "I remember watching it, going, yeah, 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 yes." And I didn't know, I didn't, I literally hadn't watched anything, but I just liked DK Metcalf because he had a good um, uh, combine. I mean, like, this is the. <laughs> but I was I mean, right. But Metcalf's the, one of the guys that gets used as a stick to beat Veach with. Frank yeah. Clark's the other one. Every, like, we know why we drafted Michael Hardman. Yeah, this right. is we know true. the reasons for that and the timing, and they moved up to get him because they thought the Patriots wanted him. Yep. You know, so he was he was the guy that they thought was the most Tyreek Hill like. Someone else wanted him, so they said to nip up to get him. It's mm. you know, <laughs> Vich, Vich gets a wonderful a, thing. Feach gets a pass on that one. 
Yeah. Every every team passed on DK Metcalf at least once. Yeah. You know, um, I I don't that that I think is. I don't. I don't. I, it's I, just I don't, unfortunate I guess, the guy we've got, isn't it? <laughs> Not very good. I, I guess it's a problem. With, like I say, it's um, it's all well and good being able to run really fast, but you need to be able to run really fast to the right bit of the pitch. Or try and catch, try and catch a corner out, like in the Super Bowl. You know, we went three and out and put it in the ball. Wait, he could have caught that. It's, it's tough. Everyone was shit in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, you know, he was shit. To... He was shit the rest of the season as well. That's, that's my view on Michael Hartman. But mm-hmm. I would disagree with that because really? it, oh. I think he produced what was expected of him. I, I think he was probably a player who met expectations. Like he was our, as I said, he was our third best receiver, um, and he he had reasonable. I think he had a bit of rushing yards because sometimes they ran those jet sweeps as kind of reverses rather. So basically, Mahomes hands the ball off behind him rather than in front of him. If he hands it off in front, then it's technically a pass. If he hands it off behind, then it's a run. Um, but I, I think McCall Hardman gave you exactly what you would have thought McCall Hardman would give you at the start of the season. I, th- I think that's probably the point. It's, it's a balance between those two. It's expectations against reality, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like you're not. We want him to be another Tyreek Hill. But he's when not. yeah ex- exactly. And I think that's. If, I think if we, let's like say if you if you kind of pigeonhole him as the player he is, then he's a fine version of that player. There's only one Tyreek Hill in the league. Well, that, exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, we've seen that with with the Raiders picking Henry Ruggs, and he's you know we heard how he was going to be Tyreek Hill, and he's not. It's just it's, it is just one of them. I totally agree that the reason that we picked Hardman, I just I don't know. I, I dislike him. That's all there is to yeah. it. But we still at the end of the day, I, I don't like Demarcus Robinson either. So we're in a situation. We're in a situation where. We, we we do need someone else to throw the ball yeah. to. The, the, the issue I've got with receiving it, like, we, we might talk about draft questions or not, but mine is, mine is the aforementioned um, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Um, but the thing I think was like with Sammy Watkins on the pitch, which is why I still think that in the back of my mind, we might go for someone more of a name in the league. Sammy Watkins allows Tyke Hill to be better. He takes coverage away. He gives Hill more space. Mm-hmm. You know, he the def- you know he has to split the defenders to cover those two guys. Whereas when he's not on the pitch, they, you know they they're not got you know they, they've not got eyes on Byron Pringle or Demarcus Robinson or whoever else Dion Yelder or Blake Bell. You know whoever else tight end two is. You know you kind of they, they don't have eyes on that the same way that that Sammy Watkins draws. Um, you know. Draws coverage and, and draws interest. Ex- exactly. So he allows Tyreek Hill to be better, and I, that I just in the back of my mind, I'm I'm totally with you, Tom. I I would love to see us take a, a receiver in the first round. I think that if you look at the players that we could get at 31, mm. the one that moves the needle furthest is probably going to be a, a receiver. Yeah. But I just wonder if Andy Reid will perhaps want someone with a bit more experience that might just like you say, draw eyes as much as anything else. And if they if they get ballsy and take Alan Robinson, who was the guy that we all wanted six weeks ago whenever um kinda of all this as a free agency started, you know, um, sign me right up. I think the problem is 
uh, Alan Robinson was a really nice idea when he was a free agent. You weren't giving up draft capital because that would have solved two problems. You've got your wide receiver and then you use your first round pick on someone. The second they tag him, all of a sudden we're looking at giving up our first round pick to get a wide receiver, which we, I, I get your logic, we may end up doing anyway. So I, I get it from both points. But um, So what would you be willing difficult. to give up for Alan Robinson then? Me, I don't know because I don't. I just, I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather be in a situation where you, you get to thirty-one, and you can analyse what you've got there. We've well, got mean, fifteen uh, minutes. It, yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to make the trade, so it's a situation of, do you want to, do you want to not even see what's there and just take, just take Alan Robinson, you know? If you're trading, you're doing that like two days before the draft. Yeah. What What happens if everyone hates Devontae Smith because he's tiny? And then he's there at thirty-one. Then you know what I mean. Like I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather see what's there, which might not be the necessary the right decision. But but you're not going to know until you do that. No, you're not going to know. No, so, I, so Duncan, I personally, I personally wouldn't trade for Alan Robinson right now. Duncan, would I'd you trade for it. Robinson? And if so, what would you pay? I, I, would I trade for him? Yes, I think I would. On the basis that he absolutely improves that that offense. He takes us, you know, we we spoke about how ad finitum about how the Chiefs have the best offense in the league, and he absolutely takes us back there. Yep. Um, you know, as a back to the top of that pile, I think. Um, I don't know what I give up. I don't know what kind of the the, the trade market for for guys like that is. You know, um, minimum got, two firsts. Do you think we've no, got? I'm not doing that. And then you've no. got to sign him to a ridiculous contract because you've got you absolutely over the barrel. You're going to have to pay him but so is, much money. This is the year to do that, though. The, you but, know, you sign yeah. the guys, sign the guys in a good contract this year. The cap space it balloons it yeah. in, in, in future years. If you want a high-priced free agent and you've got the and you've got the cap space to do it, this is the year to do it. I suppose we have got the cap space there to do it right now. And that's that. They cleared of that for a reason, and I, I get that. I get that that reason was Trent Williams, and we spoke before about how our fear was that there's no. Pla- We've gone all in on on Trent Williams with no sort of real plan B, and I don't know if we've been proved right or not. But we we don't know what plan B is at the moment. But why not? Why not? Why not spend that money now? And you can get him on a good deal. You can, you can even you can almost front load it this year to spend that money now. And clear up space at the end of the year, at the end of the contract. I thought what Trent Williams did was a bit disrespectful yeah. to run to run Chiefs a long way down the road and then just time to fuck off right at the end. I thought it's I didn't, I didn't like that. It's yeah, I get it. Uh, just I don't like it. Uh, as, as I said in the WhatsApp group, it's like any time Sergio Ramos wants a new contract at Real Madrid, he's linked with a transfer to Manchester United. <laughs> uh, soccer reference for all you Americans out there. Um, Sergio Ramos plays Real Madrid, very good central defender, and total he constantly shit. wants more total money. Total shitbag. Yeah, total <laughs> shitbag. Absolutely, he's a scumbag of the highest order. But you would have him in your team. I like yep. him. I like him a lot. Uh, I, I, he's the player you love to hate. <laughs> he really is. But anytime he wants a new contract, his agent comes out and says, "Oh, Manchester United are interested in Real Madrid." Say. How much more money do you want, Sergio? And he gets a load more money. That's what Trent Williams did to the Chiefs. Mm. Uh, and I don't have a problem with it because at the end of the day, it's a business. And 
I only Chiefs, don't like it because it's the Chiefs will screw players up. over if they get mm-hmm. the chance. Um, so I don't have a problem with the players screwing the teams over. We're just in a situation now where we've got a lot of cap space yeah. and nothing to do with it. So maybe they do trade for someone. I, I mean, I guess I, I guess our conclusion is that it's bloody difficult, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's our that's our conclusion that you know they're so. Do you really think he's worth two firsts? What Robinson? Hmm. Well, that's the the trade value for the tender that he was given, isn't it? So unless you can negotiate the Bears down from that, because nobody's going to pay it otherwise. I'm not doing that. No, it'd, I mean, be, it it'd be a first. Uh, it could even be three firsts, actually. No, I'm fairly sure it's two. It's, two, it's one this I, year I and one next two. year. And, and I guess from his point of view, maybe he sits and sees just how the Bears go with um, uh, Stafford. Not Stafford, Dalton. Dalton, yeah. Dalton. Not, not very well. Badly. Well, exactly. <laughs> maybe he sits and, and, and sees how they go uh, before he decides if he wants um, if he wants away or not properly. I, I don't know. Um, maybe it's wish casting. I, I don't know. I just there's, there's something in me. I can't. I can't. Like when I, when I look ahead to what what we're doing with the draft, it's, it's really difficult to do. Like mock drafts or whatever because you just think there's something else going to happen I just I just something in me thinks that Beach has got a move left Yeah, I, I hope he's got a few I I, I, I don't really I know he hasn't been great but I'd, I'd bring Jadevion Clowney in for a look I'd bring in yeah. Clowney's yeah, not but, for me yeah but there's also Ingram there uh, like I'm not against that either he's, he's out asking for more money from other teams as well yeah I, I, I think he's probably doing exactly that Clowney's been on a contract here for about the past five years and he's done yeah. nothing. He doesn't turn up to camps, he doesn't turn up to anything. He doesn't uh, turn up to games, never mind. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I just want to fill holes, that's all I'm saying. I want to fill holes so we can be flexible in the draft. I'm not necessarily it needs to be them, but there's guys out there that still could do a job for us. But I think anyone we sign between now and the draft doesn't change particularly our needs in the draft. You know, we, it doesn't, we could go it... out and sign a free agent tackle. But we're still going to have to draft a tackle, you would imagine. No, it may change the round you're going to draft them in. So you might yeah. say, you might fancy Brady Christensen, and you might think you can get him in the third or the fourth. But you're not then going to go for Tevin Jenkins in the first. But you're still drafting a tackle at the end of the day because mm. your your player that you've just picked up on your one year deal, you know that they're not. It's like Duncan said earlier. It's like sticking a bandaid over a wound that needs stitches. You know. What is the need order, do we think, in terms of first round, second round, third round? You've got to pick in each. Which order are you drafting position? Like, take the players that will be available. Which round do you fit, like, in order of need? Do you think it's that's, O-line? I d- that's a tough one. Yeah, for, tough for me, one. it's not... It's, I don't think you put the position... Like, the most important position we need to fill is left tackle. But yeah. I don't necessarily think that means we have to draft it in round one. Yeah, does that make sense? You know, I think we need an edge rusher, and I think we need a wide receiver, and we probably need a cornerback. Yeah. Um, but I don't necessarily think that just because left tackle is the most important position, we did, we have to do it in, in round one. It is possible that there could be like half a dozen tackles go in the first round, and then you kind of go and well, do you want a, a reasonable tackle or do you want like a top end edge rusher? Or uh, second tier, if you want to go by tiers, you've got a third tier offensive tackle, 
you've got a first tier edge rusher and you've got a second tier wide receiver you know where where do you place that value then do you say well hmm. i need the tackle because <laughs> we've got nobody who's played the bloody game um to play tackle at the moment so we have to have a slightly above average tackle or do you say right the edge rusher is the best player you know hmm. we're going to go down that route or do you say wide receiver is going to elevate our offense to another level where the edge rusher isn't going to matter anyway because we're going to have 50 points a game so do you go down that route it, it's that that's why i love doing the mock drafts because i find all that kind of side of things fascinating you know you're sat there you're looking at kind of who's available and you're trying to think all right who's who might be there in the second round and who might be there in the third round and kind of what positions are they and how do they rate against the players i'm already looking at here you know, you might have the second best wide receiver available to you now. Well, your fifth best one might still be available in the second round, but your sixth best tackle might become your seventh best tackle. Your best edge rusher might become your eighth edge rusher because suddenly there's been a run on edge rushers. Like cor- cornerbacks, I think there'll be a lot of cornerbacks going in the second round. Mm. So do you go on one in the first round, or do you wait and hope that they haven't all the ones you like haven't all gone by the time you get to pick in the second? Like, like we spoke about, like Brett Beach, whatever, um, kind of has guys in tears. So you'll know that you have, like you say, your he top has five. Tears. Yeah. So oh well. Boom boom. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you kind of have. Um, so you've got like, your top five guys. Like, so you, you you know the like the, the tackles that we're not going to be able to get without trading up because I think we worked out that if we put if we put absolutely everything into the basket and we only want one guy out this draft, 15. we can get up to about fifth. Right there you go. Right, so we're not even getting the top two or three tackles there, likely. Unless you use your next year's first. Well, that's the, I guess that's your... And it's something we know that Peach is not against. Sort of, you know, not mortgaging the future, but I guess taking taking future picks. Oh, the Chiefs aren't against, not necessarily Peach. I don't, I don't know. Um, and we should... I, I mean, I guess another consideration of the draft is we should... All being well, well, provided he signs a new contract and comes back, Eric Bieniemy should get a proper job as a head, a, a proper head coaching job. Yep. And then we should have another third. Yep. I guess, but uh, again, could be wish casting on that one. But I guess uh, you know, speaking about the tiers, that they'll know you've got your top four tackles, or five, you know, and then you'll know the gap that you've got into you know to the next one, and you'll say right, well, he's. There's, you know, there's there's 50 draft picks or whatever between those guys. There's a huge drop off between number five and number six. The, you know, there is quite a substantial amount of teams looking for a tackle. Like there, there are a number of tackle needy teams. I'm going to quickly try and pull this up. And I guess that's slightly scary then when you're looking at like Okung as a free agent. If there's a lot of teams that need one, why hasn't he been signed? Yeah. Um, I guess that's a question that he's asking as well. Let's have a look. Kind of in, in the, the range above us as well. I'm just looking at PAF, PFF's <coughs> website here. They have the Chargers, the Vikings, who are 13 and 14. They have the Raiders, they have the Dolphins, who are 17 and 18. They have uh, the Bears, they have the Colts, they have the Titans, they have the Steelers, they have the Jags, they have the Ravens. It's looking good then. They're all tackle-needy teams above us. Now, maybe tackle isn't their first choice there, but I didn't go any further than their second choice. Um, 
So there's a lot of people there who are going to be looking for tackles. And stealing Arrowhead Pride's uh, phrase of the week, there's a lot of T-Rexes. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Well, let's just, let's get a hat tip to Kent Swanson for that tweet. There. That was fantastic. Up, it's good that was. This, this is the other thing that we, I guess us as amateurs looking from the outside just have, have no knowledge on. Like, how important... Oh, now let's, let's go to India in the city. How important is that last quarter of an inch? <laughs> How is it the first? Is it the, is it the first? Is it the first quarter of an inch? I don't know. But how you know how important is that to to Andy Reid? Apparently, he's he's only started something like two guys with arms under thirty three inch, um, yeah, under thirty three inch arms, and they didn't start for very long. So I don't know what that means. But apparently, a lot of the guys who are getting really high grades, sort of nationally. Of short arms, so. Well, you, you read pretty much the the reports on any of the tackles, and it says will be moved to guard because his arms are too short. Uh, like, sort of, out of the top ten tackles, I think about seven or eight of them, you can kind of read. Okay, yeah, you know he's he's going to end up at guard. Sewell and Cosme, I think, are the two, who pretty much get left at tackle, um, and uh, pretty much any of the rest of them. You kind of going, yeah, he'd make a good guard. So, so like to, to Thomas' point, then maybe we prioritise some other positions and then go for someone like Walker Little, who is just a humongous human being, who hasn't played football in two years. So well, again, right in on our offensive again, line. Again, it's lots, but that, that's the reason that, that that a lot of these guys fall. Yeah, is 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 injuries and concerns about about injuries. Did you see the guy that who was the one that retired? Dickerson was it? Uh, I can Phillips, Jalen Phillips of Miami. Yeah, one yeah. of the one of the one of the edge rushers. No, one of the tackles, I believe, retired as well. He mm. came back. I could be I could be getting lost in the weeds there, but you know, uh, and I don't know how hands-on teams have been able to to get with these guys for their medical records. Well, to be fair to Jalen Phillips, he retired because of concussions, wasn't it? He had three. Yes. Con- he had two or three concussions and was forced to retire. But I mean that even more goes to your point that like they, you are just I mean any any player can get injured on any player can't they so I mean there's that but yeah you're, you're right you can't get your medicals in so is that more you're taking more of a flyer yeah. on some of these guys um, look, look, at, look at these pro days some of these guys are like Greek gods by all accounts these pro days they're running four three eights mm-hmm. jumping high jump you know leaping over tall buildings you know how quick do you reckon you can run a 40? I would, I mean, a 40 is a middle distance to me. Um, <laughs> I reckon I'd struggle to do it in under. I, I, to, I genuinely have no idea I'd how long to, it would take. I'd have to like, pace myself to, get, to make sure I have I, enough I, to gas. I reckon I'm, I'd struggle to do it under six seconds. I'm and I don't know if that's quick. Knees are screwed. Like, there's no, probably take me about ten seconds these days. And, right. and like, if you run like a 4.7, that's slow. And you're like in the forefront. <laughs> but just how I mean, how how kind are a lot of these timing guns? It would be my mm. first thing. It appears that they're done under quite athlete-friendly so, conditions because a lot so of them are apparently. Apparently, it was it was kind of like tested, and a the a, the official laser timing is 0.03 on average seconds lower than uh, slower. Than someone with a stopwatch. 
So there's not much in it then. There's not crazy much in it apparently. I'd have thought it'd be a lot more than that because I just just naturally pressing the button surely is 0.3 of a second. Unless I guess your finger could be on the button, but I don't know how you could even like when they're measuring it down to like to 0 0.20. How can you how can you measure that from someone's finger on a stopwatch, or is it laser guns? I don't I don't know how they're doing it. Okay, I, I, my, my other gripe with that is why do they all do it topless? Right, lads, you're ripped. It's fine. So you've got drag, man. Right, you can't you're, be you're, having that drag. Right. <laughs> it's called the underwear Olympics for nothing. See, to be fair, seen, to be fair, you've seen Bolt running in his pants, right? Chris like Jones, a... Chris Jones didn't even wear his oh, pants, did he? <laughs> Right, are we, are we are we going to make an eighth of an inch joke there, or will we just will we will we all will we all pass on that one? We'll pass on that one. Yeah, we'll pass. So Waste to feel we... inadequate. Watch the combine. I've kind of lost track of where we are now. Uh... Sorry. <laughs> so um, we've got a few weeks before the draft. Anyway, I think we're going to talk draft crushes before then. Tomo had uh, Patrick Queen last year was his massive draft crush. Mm. Duncan, I believe you have a draft crush already. Yeah, I like that. I like that Bateman lad that we've been we've been talking about. Like you say, I quite um, um, I've done some mock drafts. No, I've not spent a huge amount of time in it. But the, you know, he's within reach for us. Um, if if the board falls right and like you say there's run on certain positions, he could he could fall to to thirty one in a in an ideal world or. Um, we could trade up a few spots to get him. I just think he fills fills a need that we that we have. There's, I think that the very top guys, um, the uh, the guy Smith, is it Devonta Smith, yeah. uh, Waddle? I don't want to say Jalen Waddle, yeah, Chase, yeah. Devonta Smith. A lot, a lot of these guys are more in the Tyreek Hill, Michael Hardman mold, small and nippy, um, mm. and fine. We probably don't want another one of them. I don't need. Well, that's not. It would necessarily be our top choice. Um, I think we need a possession kind yeah. of six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds. Yeah. You know, can take a bit of physical contact kind yeah. of thing. And enter Rashad Bateman, um, quick yeah. as well, strong. Uh, I watched some of his highlights earlier. Um, makes a good catch under pressure. Um, you know, in in sort of crowded boxes. Um, and he's got wheels as well, you know, makes a lot of yards after the catch. So I think if I was going to take a a realistic shot at a, a receiver that gives us something we don't have, it's him. Mm. And I think that... Um, I think he's going to be gone before he gets to well, 31. There, 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 is, there is that. But I still... And I, and I, and I get the positional value thing, and I, I get all that. I just, I, like I say, reaches, there's, there's something... Brewing. There's, there's good. I think the Chiefs are going to make a move between now and either the draft or during the draft that raises eyebrows across the whole league. So how long? I'm just asking questions that no one's going to know the answer of most likely, but it couldn't. It's got to be a similar time frame to when the Chiefs um, traded for Frank Clark, right? How many weeks do you think that was before the draft? Two. It was getting close. Yeah, not so, even. I don't think. Yeah, so like you say. Dunk, there's plenty of time for that sort of move to happen. Yeah, there's no yeah, it's, there's 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 no rush to kind of to do that just now. He said, but you know, we saw um, the Niners and then the Dolphins, and the, the Eagles. Was it? Mm -hmm. You kind of making some moves, so you kind of you, you want that kind of jockeying to to settle down a little bit. 
I guess you know people yeah. I didn't to be... get the Dolphins one there, right? You you trade up to six mm. for what? Because Better. you're gonna get because you're gonna get the, with with four quarterbacks going, you're gonna get the second best non-quarterback in in the draft. So you're probably not gonna get Penny Saul, who's gonna go to the Bengals, but then you've got the best the best non-quarterback in the draft. So they're gonna stick with Tua, and then they can pick whoever that whoever they think yeah. Whoever they but think yeah, is you've the got best. you've got Pitts, you've got Chase, you've got Waddle, who are all going to go around there. If you're looking at offensive weapons, like, the, and there's going to be someone still left at twelve where you were, and what did you give up to get from twelve to six? I I just didn't understand making that move this early. That didn't make sense to me. On the day, yeah, fine. If there's still someone there at six who you think he's our guy. But you don't know for sure that Sewell's going to the Bengals at five. So, you know, you could have traded up to six for Pitt, and boom, he's gone because the Bengals think, you know what, we'll give Joe Burrow a new title. No, oh, the, the, the Bengals need a. They, Joe Burrow was getting battered. He snapped his leg. I think there's going to be a riot if they It's don't pick a him. deep draft in tackles, and the Bengals pick high in the round. They're picking like fifth in the second round as well so then you could go okay we're picking at 36 there's still going to be someone like um, Etchenberg or Leatherwood or someone of that bracket of tackle who you can take there so if it's a deep draft of tackles you don't have to take him first in the first round there isn't a big draft of tight ends like that Pitts is just a different level to everybody else there and you could Mm. probably make a case he's a different level to a lot of the receivers as well you know, he is a playmaker, he's a difference maker. Yeah. Is he more of a difference maker than Sewell to your operation? It compared oh, to, say, that. taking Sewell over a, another left tackle further down? I mean... I, I would say yes. I, I would go, like, if I'm picking at five and he, four quarterbacks have gone, I'm picking him. Mm. Well, then Sewell will be available to him at six. So they also they need a tackle as well, so... I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they just want to. What did they give up? They probably gave up their first round, another first round pick, right? So I can't remember. I'm gonna see if I. Can I think they it. got. I think they gave another first that they gained to get back up there. But I think that was with the Falcons. Uh, Eagles. 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 Yeah. So they've obviously. So Eagles have obviously. They've gained another first round pick. I'm pretty sure. So in, the Eagles, in, Eagles in, have obviously decided 20, that they. Twenty two. The Eagles have obviously decided that they want. That they're happy with Hurts. Yeah. Yeah, they they look like they're in rebuild mode if they're just gaining picks, don't they? I tell you what is one thing while you look, Neil, that I want to do before we do the draft is I want to listen back to our because I can't remember any of it. I want to listen back to our mock draft from last year and see who we who we picked. I know we didn't get any right, um, but who we picked and how they played this year. Oh, to see if shout. see if our um, see if our draft picks how they fared this season. That is season, an excellent then. idea that I hadn't thought of. I can't yeah. even remember who we. We I'm went pr- cornerback in the first round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we took um, the guy that went to the Browns. Oh, and then he got injured. Can't remember. That's why I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good call. Um, the Dolphins gave the Eagles a first round this year, which was number 12, which a first funny. round next year, and they switched picks later on. So yeah. 
the Dolphins moved down from 123rd to 156 and the Eagles moved up. Yeah, it's, it's just the first round of next year, isn't it? I guess is the the headline there. So yeah. They're giving up two round two two first round picks to go up six places, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I think the Eagles have three first round picks next year. I think that they must have someone in mind. It's going to be really weird because I think this is going to be the first like you know it's, you're going to have four. I think you're going to have four quarterbacks going in a row. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which is quite mad. I'm intrigued. Um, right, anyone got anything else they want to talk about? As we're nope. at 55 minutes and 41 seconds. We took... We traded back. <laughs> and we took Trevon Diggs. Oh, really? Is it, He was the Cowboys cornerback, right? right so we took, yeah, we went back to 36 for Trevon Diggs. The only... Um, the only shining light on that Cowboys defence. No, but then we, took, we got Sneed, so that's probably a win for the Chiefs in real life. Yeah, we took Zach Bourne, the linebacker. He Donovan went. Peoples-Jones, he's he's quite good, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a decent season. We took he's him at, at 96. The, he's at the Browns, isn't he? Uh, yes, I think he is, yeah. yeah. Bryce Hall at 99. And Hakeem Adeniji, uh tackle at 177. Not ringing any bells. <laughs> yeah, Peoples Jones is is at the Browns. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm definitely that's an exercise for during the week this week. I'm going to have a look at that. Yeah, and who I, we could have? I, I want to listen my to own the draft from last year. Yeah. I want to listen to the podcast back to see who was there because I remember I wanted someone else when we when we picked the linebacker, the cornerback. I remember I wanted somebody else. Well, you'd wanted it. to trade up for Patrick Queen, hadn't you? Yeah, but I think uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he went a few spaces above. I think he went thirty-one. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. That was a diff- know, just a different yeah. world back then. That was when oh, we like, oh. was a lifetime ago, wasn't it? I know it? where yeah. he went in real life, but I can't remember where we went on our fancy podcast a year ago. No, because <laughs> I, th- I I think we I think he went the pick before us. Probably. Yeah, I think he could. I been, think yeah. he went the pick before us. Um, <laughs> I think he went to the Saints. Off the top of my head. It's unbelievable recall, if true. Go listen but, to that. That's the thing. I can totally remember doing that, and you were going, "Oh, it'll be great." This, you know, it's 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 live sport. We've been starved of that for weeks. Yeah. You know, and then oh, we'll go out with this, and everything will be back to normal. And then a year later, and uh, I don't it's know delayed. if they're doing. I don't know if they're doing a virtual. No, they're doing it in in person draft, they're aren't they? Person. In in Cleveland. Are they? I believe. Yeah, because yeah. um, who was it? Trevor who's declined? Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has declined yeah. to go, hasn't he? Yeah. Like Definitely. we're a year on, we're still in our five-kilometre lockdown. Like I can't go any further than I could at this time last year. It's nuts. No, and I can't, uh, Scotland opens up on the Monday of that week. Has anyone got a vaccination appointment yet? No, not me. I, I'm waiting, like I'm, because I'm considered a, a healthcare worker, so I should be. I, I'm in category two here, um, and about I'd say about three quarters of the staffing work have been done, uh, and I'm kind of going, come on, lads, get me on that list, get me in there. So I, I should be done in the next week or two. Yeah, I mean, I um, so I, I was forty last year, <laughs> and that has just slid me into the. The next, mm-hmm. the next level. So we're up to, we're doing whatever it is, forty to forty nine or something next. So, 
yeah, be too I, far away then. Touch, touch wood. But the, the, the Scottish government just are... They're very good at spin, shall we say. Well, that's so, what governments fear. <laughs> well, you'll see that our, our Scotland's numbers are not any better than anywhere else's. Yet you would think that we were leading the way yeah. from some of the rhetoric that comes out. So we, there may be no vaccines left in Scotland. Who would know? I, I don't know what's going on with me. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm on any sort of category, or I think I'm probably the, the one of the last people that they're going to give it to. You're only um, a youngster, aren't you? And 29. So, Oof, um, God, in terms of, it's going to be. It's, it's really weird though, because they've got to give, they've got to give everyone their second vaccination within three months. So there's going to be people that have had two vaccinations when some people have gotten none. Yeah. And the other, the other thing, without getting too political, is I've worked every single day. I haven't been off for isolation i haven't been off for anything i still have to go into the office yet there's people that have isolated for a whole year and are vaccinated now and i still have to go to work every single day around people unvaccinated so there you go i, I do the same absolute yeah, shambles yet there's people that have not gone out for a year that are vaccinated okay <laughs> but now they can go out yeah, good for them. They can start going to work then, can't they? Yeah, they can. Come on, you got a year to make up, lad. As <laughs> <laughs> Duncan sits at home above the office, living the dream uh, with his cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> cup of tea, no. no, no, coffee, strong coffee. I, I, I'm getting. You're having a coffee at half ten? Oh no, I, I switched to decaf. Oh, nice. Uh, about 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 tea time. My Christ, tea time. Uh, dinner time to dinner you, time. Posh. Oh. We've had this debate before. <laughs> did you have a Do you have a chipper tea? Did you? <laughs> uh, no, but I am very jealous. And if we wrap this up quickly, I might be able to nip out and get one before it closes. Um, <laughs> it's ten thirty-seven. Yeah, you might get there. Uh, Eleven o'clock. I think that one shuts. Maybe yeah, I think our shuts at eleven. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Hang on. You need to. Does everything that need to shut early? Oh, I don't know. I'm just rambling now. Yeah, and we all <laughs> I think we'll wind it up there shall we yeah. um, so hopefully we'll be back I think we, we were talking about being back weekly uh, between now and the draft so hopefully we stick to that um, so all being well we'll talk to you all next week and from one kingdom to another this is the saying goodbye for now <laughs>